And we are live, man. We're live. What up, John? What's going on? Not much, bro. Not much. You know, I wanted to um, I wanted to share this information I found on on uh, on the website. Did you know that there's a girl on Instagram who says that it's possible to be a Christian? And I can still do what I do online as far as explicit photos because she makes $200,000 a month. And her parents who are proclaiming Christianity are like, that's good. That's not bad. I think God would be okay with you. I don't think so. I think that's crazy. I think that's crazy because I don't see how you can say I'm a self-professing Christian and then live by sharing photos that are meant only for your your husband, right? And if you're a man, meant for your wife, and you're making a profit off it. Uh, right, right. At, at that point, and I, I would even go as far as saying, don't even claim Christianity at that point, because then you're almost like trying to get some attention. You know what I'm saying? Controversy. Yeah, you're trying to create some controversy. Some negative controversy. And she's like a model in Connecticut. Oh, she's from Connecticut. She's from Connecticut. I think she is from somewhere in Middletown. I don't know. But anyways, with all that being said, guys, what's going on? This is another episode here with your boy, Josue and John. Hey. What up? On the Simple Christian Podcast. So, you know, in today's episode, John and I pretty much kind of went through it in the car, you know, because I had to go in scoop them up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and um i mean you want to go ahead and present it yeah i guess today's topic we, we're not doing the topic in the car when i get out well i mean it's like i mean how many of you guys really do struggle with sharing your faith or living out your faith with people who are not of the faith you know what i'm saying you can be a strong Christian or you could be a Christian who is new to the faith and you have friends who are not Christian. And so you find yourself hard to, to say grace in the dinner table because mockery, because of indifference, because they may look at you like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, I mean, that happens. It's, it's hard. It's hard, especially when you're you're new into the faith. But it looks like apparently when you grow into the faith, those things don't really matter to you anymore. Or I think I said this back back like a while back. I was so focused on my devotion to worshiping that I almost became selfish and didn't want to share it with anybody. Like I just didn't care if they if they cared. So mm-hmm. I just let them be. But it got to a point where it is kind of disappointing because you're trying to better yourself spiritually and or in the people around you. But it doesn't always work like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that this, this selfishness of Christianity where someone says that, almost like what you said in the car, and not even trying to pull you out <laughs> on their bus or anything, but let me focus on myself first and then maybe I can help out others too. Well, that's not always the right way to go about it, right? I mean, as Christians, we, yes, we focus on ourselves as long as those around us are not interested in Christianity. But if someone is, do not miss out on the opportunity of saying, hey, hop on board. I'm also trying to follow Christ. Let's both 
go in this journey together or nice. maybe we can go ahead and share some ideas and maybe we can um account in my man's phone is just buzzing super loud Yeah, you know, I never keep my phone loud. In fact, my phone, 99% of the time, doesn't vibrate. It was Shayla. Let me just click back. Oh, uh, okay. So, so who's Shayla? Uh, Ooh. Okay. Okay. You can't mess that up, guys. You really can't. When you got a girl and fiance, you know, phase, you, you really got to make sure, you know, you're, you're pretty much, you know, husband material. You can't mess it up. Um... But yeah, dude, it's hard. It's, it's, it's not. I don't know. For it depends on. on Come on, John. Just be real, bro. It depends on you as a person. Like, it, some people just don't care. Um, when once they start walking in, in the faith, they it's easy for them to, you know, step away from people. And if you're someone like me, it's kind of hard, especially if you've been around with people for an X amount of time, and it almost kind of hurts, in a way. You know what I mean? It's like like what? It's kind of like, like breaking up. Like with a how, how how does it hurt exactly? <laughs> it's like kind of breaking up with a girlfriend. <laughs> anyone ever broke up with a girlfriend before that you only known for like two years? It hurts, right? Or 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 anyone ever broke up with a with a boyfriend? It, it hurts. So imagine taking like a uh, a, a, a somewhat decent uh, friendship since like grade school, or or even like a family member, and saying, hey, like we we like I can't be around you anymore. Like we just we can't we can't hang out. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and not even well, telling I mean does it really the, the, the question really is like does it really have to get to that to that point though where you tell someone we can hang out or do you just try to find a way to like monopolize avoid, avoid saying hey we can't hang out some things right like look I got friends I grew up in the projects in Fairhaven um, the project's called the island and uh, I grew up in that place for 16 years and uh, when I was um, yeah when I was when I was 16 or uh, 15 or so, I started attending a church called Calvary Baptist Church. And once I began that journey, once I, when I, when I received that calling from God to follow Christ, when I started to attend church and accepted the Lord as my Savior, people kind of dabble with the whole idea of like, why are you going to church? Right. I mean, isn't the belief of God enough? Like, can I live my daily life in belief of God? Why must you also do some sort of like attendance? Why Why go to church? Why pursue this, um, you know, this relationship and, and learn more about God? And, and in my head, it, it almost seems so like, I guess, foolish. Because if you love a girl, what are you going to do? You're going to pursue her. In what ways you pursue her? Do you say, hey, I love you, even though I don't know anything about you? No, what you what you do is, you you speak with her, you communicate with her, you learn about her. You, you may even ask for some guidance because, you know, uh, a wise man seeks guidance, but a fool walks right into destruction. And so, I didn't know about God, so I wanted to get to know who God was and who He is. And so, I believe that a biblically sound church is the right place to go to when it comes to learning about God. Clearly, the Bible is the source, too, but, you know. No, dude, it's like, um, I was like that a little bit, and I think we're all like that. We just got a new job. We just nailed the interview. Thank God. <laughs> right. <laughs> really? So, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, if, 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 
if God is doing everything for you, right? Even even if I'm not gonna talk about affirmations, right? But um, even if you truly believe God got you that car that you're driving, if God truly put that money in your pocket, if God did all this for you, why not get to know Him a little better, right? Not right. just hey, I'm this is me. Hey, I'm I'm about to go to jail, God. Um, I, I don't want to get locked up. I uh, promise I'll stop looking at women and I'll do this, that, and the third, and then and then I don't go to jail. Thank God, right? But then I won't I won't go and learn about you. I don't want to. I, I'm gonna still go continue living my way the way I, I want. Right, because what they say is that they have their own type of relationship with God. That's I'm not God that's not based in any sort of biblical principle. So like what happened is people and, and, and that that happens with us I think at times and maybe you know we, we find ourselves bargaining with God. God if I don't go to prison I will do this for you. God if I don't get this ticket from this black cop knowing that I'm Hispanic or I'm white then I will, I'll, I'll start going to church and start reading my Bible. We start bargaining with God as if God doesn't know that we're going to Doesn't the Bible say if you bargain? You not do it. Huh? Doesn't the Bible say if you bargain you better like come out with what you said you were going to do um i don't know i don't know i know that we break our promises with god all the time you know how often do we say hey god you know i want to make sure that i I read my bible in the morning and then you find out that you don't you just broke it like we're always failing god but like it's one thing to understand that you failed god and then there's another when someone is like i'm just living in complete bliss Mm, you know that is true where like a christian understands like like we failed God and we fall short of God's glory. But then you ask someone who says, well, I believe in God. They don't pursue God. And then they think that they're in a much better walk with God than you or I. Right. Yeah, like, I never, does that make sense? It makes complete sense. I just don't understand how people can. It, doesn't, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense that people just don't understand that that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, well, just... I, th- I think it's also the like organized religion aspect of it. I think it's because if I say, hey, we'll come to a church where we get together and we worship, and they're going to say, oh, that means that I have to get my phone number, my email address, I have to get my, my address to my home, and then they're going to look for me. And like, you really don't have to sign that. You could just write your name, mm. you know, or if they, you know, ask you again, like, you know, you're missing your phone number here. You could just be like, look, I'm just coming here to visit. That's it. Like, I'm looking for a church home. And I don't know. I how- wonder what it is that hardens. This is like that hardens people's hearts. That says like, no, I don't. I don't want. I don't, I don't want to go to church. Mm-hmm. I love God and I'll come to God when I need him. Right. Because we, we grew up to believe in God. Yeah. Right. But especially if you come from like a, a, a ethnic background where your parents, your grandparents believe in God and. You got Jesus is all over the house and, and candles lit with the, with the with the archangels, right? Right. <laughs> um, but so like you grow up believing in God, but no one ever taught you, hey, I'm gonna teach you how to pray. Like my dad prayed every night. I only know one prayer, but he just did the one prayer. But people just grow up believing in God, but no one said, hey, read this real quick. No one ever told me to read it. I just saw a Bible one day during the midst of my dad passing away. And I just, it was just there, right? How ironic. Mm-hmm. And it caught my eye because it looked old and vintage. I was like, it's a pretty cool book. 
It said Holy Bible on it. And something told me to pick it up. And I, I was like, Mom, I'm taking this. It was in English at all things, at my mom's house. Yeah. And I started reading it. And that's that's where I started to wanting to know God more. For first for first for fear. Because I was I was understanding, oh, if I'm not doing according to to the gospel, I'm gonna go to hell. Mm-hmm. And then and then that fear turned into a understanding of having a, a loving relationship with God. Yeah, you know what I mean. But well, look in in Romans chapter 118, 19 it says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men." who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth, right? So scripture is telling us that God is made known to all men, right? It says here in verse 19, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Everyone knows that God exists. It's just a matter that they suppress God with unrighteousness, right? They suppress God, they suppress the truth of God because it is not convenient to them to invite God in their life or to have God in their life. And so because when you're married, right, you cannot um, act the way you act prior to being married when you're married. Things change. Mm -hmm. You don't have all that amazing, glorifying time. Freedom. Um, I guess, yeah, sure. You know, you still have some freedom when you're married, but it's like reasonable freedom, right? Like bible study freedom or hanging out with your friends kind of freedom but it is micromanaged right like hey babe i'm about to go out for a couple of hours and come back whereas when you're single it's like you bounce bro (laughs) you know you're like hey mom i'll see you when i come back and it's like when it's like well i don't know you know you know thank god where i was at was usually in front of my house because the park was there and everybody was always at the park but, um, but yeah, so here it says, um, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, right? Calling us all unrighteous, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, who by their what? Unrighteousness suppress the truth. Unrighteous people, people who are not covered by the blood of God, and even even Christians at times we can be very um suppressive as far as like uh, maybe not doing the right thing. Maybe oh maybe that's more like inclination, inc- like sinful inclinations, right? But people who are not walking with Christ suppress truth so they can go ahead and satisfy or or or, or saturate themselves in sin, right? There, there's no. There's no room of God in drugs. There's no room of God in lying. In, in lying or smoking weed. There's no room. God, that's not a place where people would really want to invite God. I mean, remember Club Remix, Club Ice in New Haven? You remember those places? Gotham, maybe? You have Gotham, right? You, you think people are walking in there and saying, hey guys, so I just came out of a service. That's so funny you say that because I remember a long time ago I was in where was I? I was with a Russian lady I think actually it wasn't it wasn't Gotham, and the light you know the, the lights were all off and music was blasting here and there and people were I don't I don't care what you call it it's dry humping, um, and I look over to my sister, 
and I'm like, Yo, this is, I, I was maybe like intoxicated when I said this, but I was like, I think this is what hell probably looks like. So with that being said, like, it didn't seem like a holy place to me. You know? Absolutely not. I, it, it's not. And that's the reason why when people say, oh, yeah, you know, what if I go to a, a club and I start proselytizing? Sure. The Bible says don't discuss the Bible intoxicated. Probably like no, it, it, it doesn't say that. Uh, it isn't. It, I, I've never read any, any passage that's remotely close to that. So I think my, my uh, Shayla's sister brought that up. She, she put up a, um, she shared a, a scripture with me and I forgot it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what I say, it's not wise. Right. It's not wise. Um, I would question the Christian who is in the club drinking and, 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 and doing these these dance, right? Like, why are you there? What pushed you to go there? If you love God so much, why didn't the love of God compel you not to go there? Right? And so you have some of these, like, philosophical questions that really, you know, put your love of God really to the test. How much do you really truly love God? Or do you say, hey, look, I don't love God. It's just culturally normative, right, to say, I love God. Well, that's fine. You can love God. That doesn't mean the love of God is in you. Hmm. The question to answer, or the, to answer one of your questions is why Why are you here? That's easy. It's, we we tend to want to feed our, our earthly or worldly desires, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, uh, with girls, I don't know what, what their thing is, but with most guys, it's like, Let's go out tonight, have a few drinks, and maybe I'll get lucky. It's that earthly desire to fornicate with right. someone it, on the yeah. weekend. I right. don't know if it's the same with girls, but because girls are a little different, they don't really tend to want to. Everyone has the same goals. There's no sin under the sun that's not uncommon to man. Right. All men, uh, maybe certain persons may have different depending on trauma, but for the most part, men and women, they still have that and same it was agenda. Cool. It was cool then, right? I mean, not. Not literally, it's just saying, like, it seemed cool then. Yeah. But things change. I don't, like, I see my friends with, with kids, and I have a son now. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that flipped the, the switch real quick mm-hmm. was, like, all right, I knew how I was. I don't want my son to be how I was. I don't want my son going out thirsting, or even or even for him just to go out and have women like that. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like... But how do you, how do you, how do you go about helping him not do that don't do it what do you mean don't just do it don't, you can easily say don't do it but that doesn't mean he, he won't do it just just stop doing it stop doing what <laughs> just stop going out to clubs stop um right but how do you communicate that though to him right no i know he's seven months old so it's gonna be a little hard but when he's, <laughs> when he's older when he's older yeah i mean my my i'm gonna say my dad was a saint but my dad didn't really have like the luxuries of doing the things that i do so it's just it's just uh how do you say consejos in, in, in right advice advices like hey like you know i did this my, my dad never told me i did this he just said don't do this mm-hmm. that's a big difference so i can tell my son when he's older like i was like this my brother was like this these people over here that were part of my life were like that some of them changed i don't know what's gonna happen in the future but look they're like that you know what I mean? There's a there's a, a, a story of a, a rich man that brings his his son to like the ghetto, and people actually really do this. And you know they live in a nice 
fancy home or not. And dad goes into the car, he says, get in. And he brings them to, like, where we were on Whaley. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is what happens if you don't save your money. Or this is what happens if you're not financially this and this third. So I think that's that's the best way I can show my son is through example. Right. And having him understand, you know, to read the Bible so you know that we're not supposed to be doing these things anyway. Well, I mean, like, it's not sinful to live in a project, right? No, no, I'm talking about going out. Oh, no, I, I, I understand, I understand. I just, like, there there is, like, this, like, poverty preaching out there mm-hmm. where it's like, God wants you to be poor, <laughs> right? And then you have, like, this prosperity preaching where it's like, God wants you to be rich, which neither of those two at its extreme is is true uh, god doesn't god doesn't want you to be so poor um because he doesn't love you right a, a man's worthy of his wages right if a man works he'll earn his wages at the same time is um look what solomon had what look what happened to solomon solomon had uh, a whole bunch of oxen and women tons of money and then he writes ecclesiastes because of the mistakes he's done comes to find out that a whole bunch of materialism without god is full of vanity it's in, it's a completely in vain but, you know, I just had this conversation earlier today with a, with a boy of mine. And, um, we were talking about, um, well, it was more like him and then his mom. His mom works at the same, the same facility I work in. His name is Diovani. And we were talking about, like, the power of communication. When you communicate information to, you know, your kids or a friend, it's not a matter of saying, don't do this. It's now your responsibility to tell them, why it's not, you know, why you shouldn't do it. So give them reasons not to, opposed to saying don't do it. Because, you know, not doing it, it's like a temptation. It's like, well, you told me not to do it, now I'm going to do it. But if you give me reasons to not do it, that, you know, helps to better understand, okay, well, I don't want to go to prison or I don't want to go trespass or I don't want to get hurt. So thank you. Because giving reasons gives perspective. Giving reasons gives perspective. And so if you have a better perspective, then you have better reasons not to do it. That's not to say, that's not to say they won't do it. It's just that they, they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna actually be like, okay, if I do, now they ha- they could, you know, rationalize yeah, the, consequences. the consequences. And so, but back to where we started when it came to friends who don't believe in God or if they do believe in God, how do we, you know, navigate the gospel to people like this? Let me ask you a question, John. If you know someone who doesn't believe in God and does not believe in the gospel, and 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 they're they're a, gr- a good friend of yours, right? W- what do you do? Do you do you totally abandon them, or do you try sharing the gospel to them? But what if hanging out with them becomes a hindrance to your walk with Christ? Then you have to leave. Mm-hmm. Then you have to leave. Like yeah, you, have, you have to leave because it's it, you're trying. I'm trying to get somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're just like an anchor on my ankle. But they're gonna call you though. They're gonna text you. They're gonna say you fake. You know That's why fine. are you leaving us? All of a sudden you pick a new faith, and now you want to leave us. That's absolutely fine. Yes, I'm, I'm trying, and, and I, I hope you 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 realize that and you follow the day you want to follow. But if I'm not mistaken, we we have to be the light. You know what I mean? We have to, right. we have to be the light for some people. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 a very like simple concept, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel people will understand parts of the Bible, or mm-hmm. will understand 
scripture mm-hmm. if you take it if if you don't mention scripture so and then mention scripture so for instance what what were we taught in grade school right lead by example mm-hmm. that's it really because i was taught keep your hands to yourself no just lead by example <laughs> right so that's what we need to do right and if people you led by example mm-hmm. how many people follow you Oh, how many people secretly want to follow you that you don't even know? I don't really don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once people start seeing the fruit, right? They're like, oh wow, this is working out for him. True. So that's 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 pretty much it. So, so like oh, yeah. you, you were in your, I was in my ways. I was out drinking, doing things I was not supposed to do. And for someone that does that has done it consistently, right, and still has that mindset, it's not it's not easy. It's like you know what I mean? It's like eating healthy <laughs> like if you're just eating meatballs and um and chicken <laughs> parmesan sandwiches yeah every every other day and you now you got to start eating smoothies it's it's hard it's hard for me because i'm i'm not i wasn't like a an angel just like sitting around not doing stuff right but yeah i mean i think it's hard when the scripture says that we are to be the salt and the light of the world mm-hmm. right um matthew 5 13 to 16 says you are the salt of the earth but if salt has lost its taste how shall its saltiness be restored it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet you are the light of the world a city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand and it gives light to who all in the house so in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When our good works brings glory to God, people see those and they get reflected back to God. Right? I, I'm not the biggest fan. In fact, I'm not a fan at all of abandoning old friends for the sake of my selfish endeavors. Um, I'm a fan of, to some degree, self-preservation. Meaning, I'm okay with going back to you and hanging out with you, but you are not about to hinder my walk with Christ. If your influence is bad and all you want to do is bad things, then, at, then I'm going to have to limit my communication with you or limit my, my distance with you. And until you're willing to straighten up and not, and not smoke around me or whatnot, then you know this relationship is going to be very limited. In fact, the relationship can die. And so... When someone is respectful of, of your walk with Jesus, it allows you to be that lamp. It allows them to see the good works. All I hear in my head is Maddie saying, all of this is. I hear people just saying, nah. Like if I were to discuss these things to people, mockery, laughter. <laughs> So, and it's not even like worth the, I guess the, the, the pain of going through, not yeah. so much pain, but just going through the aggravation of like, like, why am I wasting my breath? I'm at look, man, I, I said, look, it's, it's never, it's never oh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it sucks. I mean, I always like to believe that it's never um, a waste of time, right? I believe that the word of God never returns void. We believe that. Isaiah 55, 11 says the word of God now returns void. They, they suppress the truth. Um, I think a lot of the stuff can be very 
self-growing experience, right? Until you personally see the word of God being fulfilled in the lives of your friends as far as suppressing, you will not understand what the Bible means when they say they do not like God. They hate God. They despise God because God does not make sense in their life. So you read the scriptures when, where, where, where Christ is talking about how dark is your darkness to the Pharisees and acting religious. And then you personally meet someone like that. You're like, whoa, like I can see that now. I can see that now. It makes sense. But I'm never trying, you know, you and I, we're, we're not trying to push them away. We're trying to draw them close to God, but we're not going to put ourselves in a place where we step on the landmine and then make a mistake. Right, because that's when you become like the type of religion people that are like very, like I guess, uh, typical or. What's the, I'm stuck in a word. It's like once they come off, but you have the type of Christian people that will, I guess, walk away mm-hmm. from people and just that's it. They don't even care enough to like return back. Return back yeah. or. Not even so much return back, but just allowing them to see the progress of, of you of you spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. And then they become this whole, they put themselves on a pedestal. And they're like, yep, God helped me. And now I have a good job and all this other stuff. But that's not the point. Like, the point is to, like, for me, for instance, like, I would love to have a way better relationship with my mom. If I can start with my mom, I can start with my brothers, and I can start with my sisters. That was the ultimate goal mm-hmm. for me, right? Then, like you said, the ultimate goal is to have them come near to God on their own by what we do. Right. About how we live. Because we're the salt. Right. Right. We're the light. But it's not like, all right, cool, I'm done with you. I don't know. And then forget about you. No. Mm-hmm. We'll pray. Right. We pray. We, we, that was one thing my brother, actually my brother and my, and my, my dad, we would pray for the rest of everyone, you know, like our friends and family, like keep them safe, keep them away from temptation. I, as I grew up, I stopped doing it, but it's it's not like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be a, um, I'm gonna go be a, a better person, but I don't care if you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be like right. That. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. I think uh, part of part of being a Christian is always looking out for your fellow, you know, brother or sister in Christ, but your fellow human being, right? Because at the end of the day, the Bible says that we're all created in the imago Dei. We're all created in the image of God right it's just that some are adopted sons of christ and 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 some are not you know and and you want to do whatever you can to make sure they do not walk into hell they don't walk into the arms of of satan and you know they're blind but you try to still embrace them and you still try to share them the love of christ but it's hard when they're trying to suppress you also Mm -hmm. they want you to join in in what they're doing but they will not join in what you're doing Mm. so find a healthy balance is so important it's so crucial. And for a lot of people, they, they can't do that. And I don't, I don't, you know, shame them. You know, I don't think that everyone can do that. I think that some people are like, hey, look, I'm just not built for this. And that's cool because everyone's different. So I'm, I'm not expecting everyone to start picking up podcasting right. because not everyone can, can communicate. I mean, I'm not even the greatest communicator, but I like to make sure I can share my thoughts and to some people they find it helpful and so that's you know the ambition that's the motivator there that i can glorify god that 
we can glorify God through this conversation by helping people give them a few wisdom. So I know I asked you this already, but you, you kind of didn't answer the question per se as far as if you have friends who are ungodly, what are a few wisdom nuggets? I'm, I know you probably haven't thought of it thoroughly. So you wisdom nuggets. What a few cool. wisdom nuggets, John. A few wisdom nuggets. Like what are the few things they can they can, you know, take from this conversation that we're about to land? To try to stay away from people? Not stay not stay away, but kind of create almost create space. Create some healthy boundaries. I want to say waste your time, but use your time differently. So whatever time you use to you would spend doing whatever it was that you were normally doing and you want to change that get uh, surround yourself around a new environment that's one thing mm -hmm. be creative find something to do maybe do a podcast or write write <laughs> write your thoughts in a notebook um i mean I, I me personally i like to write like just do f like a free write whatever whatever's in my in my head i'll write it down in a book i'm mm -hmm. actually writing a letter and still writing a letter to my dad like well he's not here but it's just like, like i'm gonna send it to him mm -hmm. um so that's that's one that's one that's a huge nugget use your time differently try to avoid try to find something to do that you will be like kind of stuck on doing mm -hmm. productively mm -hmm. right so that you don't so like if you are tempted to go back to do something you're more focused on doing something else whatever that may be okay i get it i get it a little bit a little bit <laughs> Just simple. Just try to find something else to do. Right. I think, I think what you may be also getting at here is, um, I'm looking up right now from this book called The Forty Eight Laws of Power, and no, I'm not promoting this book at all. I, just a book that I kind of went through years ago, and um, so I think, I think the which the one I'm looking for right here is, learn to keep people dependent on you. Well, maybe not that one. There's a law here that says to not make yourself so available to people because when you don't make yourself available to people, they appreciate you when you are available, right? Like mm -hmm. And if you make yourself too available, they unappreciate your availability. They are accustomed to your presence. They are used to your sayings. They get bored of, of who you are in a sense because they know what you're about to say. You're not interesting anymore. You've been overused, you've been overabused, and it's common for them to know John is gonna say this or Josue is gonna say this. But if you don't make yourself so available, they're gonna appreciate you. Now, I'm not saying this is like always gonna happen, but for the most part, um, this has made sense in my life. It seems like it made sense in your life too. Like yeah. when you see when you barely see one friend, you appreciate that one friend who does come around. Like when you used to hang out with Renzo and Renzo would always be working and he finally came around. He was like, yo, what's up, bro? I haven't seen you in a while, man. And you you almost exhaust all the energy on him. Not so much energy like this, you know, aroma thing, but like a lot of your 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 time invested in him because you're so focused on the fact that I barely see you, bro. Like where you been? Yeah. So exactly. You appreciate them because they're not always available. So that's number two. I think make yourself not so available to them. 
But in the midst of your unavailability to them, do be productive. Focus on your walk with Jesus. Focus on other productivities, such as if you have a job, pick up more hours. Mm. Right? So the last one, uh, last one, John, you have, an, you have one last one. Surround yourself with different people. Amen, bro. Amen. So you got to surround yourself. You got to surround yourself with different people. It's, 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 I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but it's, like I said, it's very hard when you're just so accustomed and maybe like some, some people are, are kind of shy, mm-hmm. right? They don't know how to, you know, say, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? What's, what's your name? Something simple as that. Right. Right. And then, so like, you're just so used to being around the people that you're around. Yeah. But something I, I, I had to come to grips with is like, I luckily I, I have the, the opportunity to go to a different country or mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to go to a different country and meet other people. Right. And I met some people. Where do you went? Ecuador. Ecuador. Cool. So I have, uh, I have two friends. They're, they're married. And we, we went to the beach with me, with me, my fiance. That was, it's different. You know what I mean? The, the environment's different. Mm. So finding different people that maybe just want to go out and grab something to eat or, I mean, there's, there's people that live in Connecticut and they're a train right away from New York just to experience like something. Just yeah. I mean, New York is like a cultural melting pot. Right. Um, and not just Times Square and not just Brooklyn Bridge. Like or Manhattan. Like, yeah, go find some, like, nice underground pizza. Or something. Go to, like, upstate New York or, mm-hmm. or go to Wash Heights, mm-hmm. right? Queens. Maybe super far up. Maybe Queens. you can go to, like, Buffalo. I've never been <laughs> And you don't want to go there. I, it's I too like far. Queens. It's, like, six hours away. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, look, look, John, we're about to land this plane. Mm-hmm. Land this plane. So, I mean, I don't know if you have any final thoughts. No, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I say guys well look guys i hope this episode has um blessed you guys gave you guys some perspectives um love for you guys to go ahead and uh leave a rate a review on apple podcast love to hear your guys comments love to hear you guys thoughts on this episode and uh go ahead and share guys i i'm so pleased to have you guys here and i'm, I'm so blessed to have been able to continue this i've been doing this for a little over a year and a year and a half maybe and so i just I thank more. God for all of it. More? Yeah, because I've been I've been going through your podcast since 2019. 2019? Oh man! So like two years. Yeah. So this has been good. I mean, this has been amazing. So with that being said, guys, may the grace of God and the peace of the Holy Spirit guide you out uh, in blessings. Until then, guys, deuce.